I'm just gonna go ahead and start recording. Do just, it, girl. Just to have it. Ooh, the scary girl. Um, we also have to like try to get more. I want also with the new year. I want to get merch. I want yeah. something. I was like all the other podcasts I'm following. They don't have. They've got probably the same amount of followers as us, but they have like coffee mugs and shirts. And yeah. I feel like we also should talk about updating our logo. Yeah. Whether we want to keep it the same or if we want to revamp it, mm-hmm. I think that now that we're we're gonna be at two years in May, I yeah, think that it's time. Logo. Yeah. I I mean I love our logo so much. Me too. I'm just like let's just update it with your hair. <laughs> Like, let's, let's just, just add, add hair. Ready, can you just add hair? Can you just, can you please just add hair? That's what we're talking about. Hopefully they would be able to. I told you I had hired them to do, at the time, the anniversary portrait that I had done for me and Brian. Oh no. I don't think I knew that. Well, she bailed the last minute. Oh. And so another one of our listeners ended up doing it. Oh, It looked, I, I love it. It's packed away now. I can't ever look at it, but um, <laughs> which really sucks about getting like a personalized art piece made for a relationship when the relationship doesn't work. Because now I'm like, I really love that piece of art. And now I can't really look at it. Um, for years, whoever I've been dating around holiday time, I've made jokes that I was going to get like a holiday family portrait of like me and Xander and that person. Are you and Val going to do it? Right. And I was like, I might actually do it with Val. Like I've said it a number of times, but it's always been like, eh. Like, yeah, this is, this, a, is a joke. this is like kind of a jokey thing. Right. And I'm like, with Val, I'm like, no, like, I would do that. Like, I wouldn't. I feel like that's legit. <laughs> I feel like it needs to be a picture, though, where none of you are looking at the camera. You're all looking like off in the distance. Um, I wouldn't mind us looking at the camera. I want us with a all, watermark. I want us all to have um, matching Christmas sweaters, including Xander. Xander, like, yeah, Xander for sure. Sweater, right. And like Xander looking very grumpy and us like, yay, like it's a family like, and I want it to look like a Sears, like, One big holiday, ha- yeah. like, This was, like, portrait. a watermark of Xander right, in the exactly. corner. <laughs> Xander being like, mm. <laughs> um, I'm Xander. What else? Well, everyone, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about how we need to get a new logo, probably. <laughs> and Stephanie might make it. Um, let's do our intro. Let's, yeah, I was like, we we always do this. Where we're like, we're going to meet at this well, time of record. Like, but we're going to turn it on, right? Well, oh, yeah, I was like, and we're going to shoot the, we're gonna shoot the shit. Yeah, yeah, we have to catch up and we have like, to do all that. I'm like, because life. I know. You guys don't realize. I was like, not only is this podcast great, but it's also great because it means that Stephanie and I have to get together once every week or every other week. So we hold each other accountable friendship wise too of being like we have to get together so now we're gonna now we're gonna catch up oh the scary world Hey, everybody. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sarah. And this is Dead Time Stories. That feels so much better. I know. But I can hear it. And it sounds good. And it sounds right. Yeah. So we've been um, talking for a few minutes already with this going. So just in case Sarah wants to cut some of that in after the intro. We'll figure it out. Here's some of that. Take a listen. No. (laughs) God damn it. And we're back to our same I was bullshit. Trying to set you up. I was trying to help you out. I was back on my do bullshit. A cold open. Back on our bullshit. A cold open for like six minutes. No, girl, I was gonna edit it. All right. I mean, you're still gonna edit it. I mean, yeah, I always edit it. Yeah. 
So apologies for our editing fiascos the past few weeks, but we're back on our same bullshit. We are back on our back bullshit. Back in Mary Angela and Eric's house. Hallelujah. Back in Praise the, the Lord. It, just like Won't he do it? Whoopi Goldberg as a nun. Done. We are oh, what is is it what's the name of the second one? Back in back the habit. Okay. I'm sorry. Yes. No, right. it's funny because uh awesome. which both of those films are on Disney Plus. <laughs> but I didn't know that Back in the Habit was, like, the subtitle for that movie. And a friend of mine said, like, we were talking about Sister Act, and they were like, or, you know, get into the shenanigans of Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. And I thought, like, they had just made that joke. Right. I was like, Back in the... You're... Oh, my God. That's so so funny. funny. Right. I was like, you are so hilarious. And he was like, that's the name of that movie. And I was like, is it? And I did not realize that that's always been part of the name of that movie. Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Back in the Habit. Yeah. Someone else made that joke before your friend. (laughs) I also want to say I'm sad and sorry that I didn't get to meet Lizard Shelby uh, Lizard Shelby. We heard about that fiasco. The walls and she yeah, posted pictures that she had been there, but she didn't find me. But I was in the speakeasy. You know why she didn't find you? Because she's not a real person. She's, she's a, a lizard, lizard person. person. And a lizard she person. She knows that. And a lizard person from the elevator game. Shelby. Yeah. With different colored eyes. eyes. Just kidding, Shelby. Lizard Shelby, we love you if but you're still listening. But we appreciate listening. you. Yeah, thanks for, <laughs> for trying. And thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for listening to the show. We love our listeners. Even though people are starting to give us bad reviews, I think that that's how we know that we made it. Someone left a comment on Facebook. for people to leave bad reviews. Yes. So someone left a comment. So we got a negative review a few weeks ago, which is why we talked about it on the last episode. And then I listened to editing and I was like, oh, do we sound like bitches? But at the same time, I'm like, this is my content. And if you want to shit on my content, like, Tell it to my face. Don't go leave a review about how you'd think that we interrupt each other too much. I'm sorry. Have you never listened to a podcast with two people telling stories? That's what we do. Eat it. So we got another. I doubt they're still listening. And if they are, sorry, not sorry. (laughs) I read your review. So (laughs) noted. (laughs) Karma got his kiss for me. She's doing the Ariana Grande little finger eyes. My favorite thing to do. (laughs) Got him. Um, So then I got on Facebook this morning and someone has posted on our Facebook page um, something about how we make fun of people's ghost stories. And that's what they don't like. And so they did not recommend this podcast. Oh, my God. Yep. So it says does not recommend. Okay. Yep, exactly. So uh, if y'all got a problem, tell it to our face. Don't go <laughs> write it on our Facebook wall and do not recommend. I, I agree with you, Or leave us though. three stars. I agree with you, though. I feel like that means that we've we've made a big enough impression that, like, People are listening and People being are listening like, and being like, don't like I it. don't like it. <laughs> I'm going to say something. Because it used to just be our friends that listened. And then it grew to now people we strangers. didn't know. And now there are people we don't know who listen and don't like Don't like, like it. us. <laughs> hey, but guess what? It's our show and not, not yours. yours. Bye. Bye. Um, I, and with that, our Patreon balance goes to zero. <laughs> we, have, we have no more subscribers. <laughs> We're not making any money. <laughs> They're all leaving us bad reviews right now as we do the episode. They're like, they talk shit about their listeners. Their content is great, but they're bitches. That's exactly what that that's fucking really what type. That's, so I was like, that's, did you read that review too? No. That's basically what it says. <laughs> I'll take it, it. It literally is. I'll take it. It's three stars. And I think the because t- you can do like a subject line for the review. And I think it says, overall, I like the show. I liked it. I liked it. Three stars. 
And then it's something of like, they have great content, but they just, the interrupting, like they interrupt each other too much. It's too much to listen to. But the content is great. The stories are great. Overall, I liked it. Three stars. Girl, I'll take it. I've been too much my whole goddamn life. <laughs> I am not going to stop now. Yeah, no, we're not changing the format of our show to suit your needs because joke's on you. We got at least five people who really enjoy it and we're going to do it for them. We're talking about our number one spots. That's right. Colleen, Christina, Mary Angela, um, Jared. Who else was here? Everyone. I've, Val. Val was here. We've had Teresa, Teresa doesn't here listen. multiple times. She doesn't listen. She doesn't but listen. she's been on the show twice. Sawyer listens now. He does now. Hey, Sawyer. Sawyer, today I showed Christina your scene in Pitch Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite thing to show people. <laughs> well, Christina loves Pitch Perfect. And I've always, like, when I think of Pitch Perfect, honestly, I'm like, oh, that's the movie Christina so- really likes. Oh, I think of Sawyer. Well, after living with Sawyer, sure, but like Christina's yeah. always liked it, right? So then after living with Sawyer, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm in that movie," and he's an extra. He's in the pool. He's scene. got a whole scene, like yeah. a whole shot. Um, and so like I was talking about something with Christina, the song that I'm doing for Songbird next week. Um, and she was like, "How do I know this song?" And then she was like, "Oh, I know it from Pitch Perfect." And I was like, "Oh, did you know Sawyer was in Pitch Perfect?" And she's like, "What? She's met Sawyer, right? She has. Okay, she has." Um, and she was like, what are you, really? Where, where? And I was like, I could point him out to you. I know. Because he pointed him out to me. I'm pretty sure I have it pulled up in a browser on my phone still, where I'm just like, my roommate, old best friend, common law husband was in Pitch Perfect. Right. And she, and it's right there in her like DVDs right at the forefront. Oh my God. Like, you know, like the DVDs you keep up front because like those are the ones you go to. Well, she needs to keep buying stuff from it because Sawyer's. Still gets royalties. Gets a royalty check every year. Oh my god. Yes. He still gets money from I it. I love that. I love I that. I need that in my life. So I need just randomly hundred dollars. So she put it in and she knew exactly because she knows pitch perfect she well enough scene. what scene to skip to. Right. Because I was like, it's the one where they're doing it in the where they're singing in the pool. And she's yeah. like, done. It's the riff off. And she goes there, right. And I was like, he's not in this group, he's not in there, he's in that group. And she's like, okay. And it pans and his face is right. And you there. see him, and you see him multiple times. Yep. Right. And I was like, that's Sawyer. That's Sawyer. And she was living. So Sawyer, um, Sawyer, you need to get with Christina and if talk y'all want to know where to find our friend Sawyer, you can aside from you know theater in New York or whatever he's doing. Um, <laughs> that's what you do there. That is, that's what he's doing. He's doing that, and he, you can see him in his big production of Waiter at Tavern mm-hmm. on the Green. <laughs> when, my favorite joke I started making at um, at Speakeasy was after I'd been working host stand all night. If I would go up to sing. I would, you know, give my whole oh, yeah, you about who I was. You right. And then I was like, you know, some of you may recognize me from some of my previous roles, such as the host stand. <laughs> and then they all laugh because they all, because right, they all saw me at the host stand. Um, but yeah, so if you want to look for our friend Sawyer in Pitch Perfect, he is in the scene where they're singing in the empty pool. Yep. He is not in the all girl group or the all boy group or the stoner group. He's in that other group. That um, <laughs> he's in like a grandpa sweater too. He is. He's in like a sweater that has like snowflakes on it. He's clean shaven, which is funny because I always know Sawyer as having. He's a beard. also like twenty pounds heavier. I was gonna say he's a little chubbier. Um, now he's he's much more he's spelt. Lost. Yep, he's lost weight. Um, but what I noticed in that scene, which I've only seen this movie once before, but I saw it this time, is so like you know they're going back and forth, and then. The like the stoner group gets up and they're really bad and then they get disqualified and then the girl group gets disqualified and then they tell the boy group that they're winners. But I'm like, 
but they never disqualified Sawyer's group. <laughs> they, Sawyer's group is still hanging on. Like, did still we win? There, right. Like, um, like those, they never told those people they were out. How did it go from like, this team is out, this team is out, you win. There was another team there. It was Sawyer's team. Fuck their drag, right? That's what happened. So Sawyer's in the group of people that didn't get kicked out, but still but didn't also win. didn't win. <laughs> so that's Sawyer. He's still waiting to find out if he won or where they stand on that uh, pool riff off. I mean, he's still getting the royalties. I know. So, so still making out good. Hundred dollars. I love it. Literally, like every, every year is like hundred bucks. It's not a lot, that's but it's all, still but money still that you did. He got from a movie that is still popular. He did years, years ago. ago. Years. That's hilarious. I yeah, love it. So that's really funny. Uh, yeah. Welcome, guys. We don't just talk about what we want and shit on our <laughs> reviewers. We also talk about ghost shit sometimes and sometimes. real shit. I'm still sad that the pooper intendant story is over. It's done. I'm still. I am that's still over. very sad. I'm. Sad that Terror Behind the Walls is over, but also, like, I can breathe again. Not literally, because I have, like, I'm all fucked up with my sinuses. But (laughs) I'm not doing two full-time jobs at the same time. So that's nice. Right. I'm not working an 80-hour work week plus Songbird. I'm doing a 40-hour work week plus Songbird. So that's really cool. Songbirds every Wednesday. I just last week at this point had my second win. So out of eight weeks, I've won two of them. I've won a quarter of them. Um, But there's one girl who's won four weeks. Like, oh, my God. She's great. Uh, But I've won two, so that's really exciting. This week, um, which this will be done by the time that this episode comes out, but this week is Robin Week. Which of all Do the, you know what you're doing? I do. I'm doing Indestructible. Oh, okay. Which is the song that Christina knows from Pitch Perfect. I don't know if it's in the first one. I love Call Your Girlfriend. That's one of my favorite ones. Somebody, yeah. If somebody else is doing Call Your Girlfriend, during mashup week, I did a mashup of Dancing on My Own by mm-hmm. Robin and I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston. Mm. And that was really good. Um, so, yeah. So for Robin week, I didn't want to do the same song that I did before. And I... Almost did with every heartbeat, which I really like, but it's really repetitive. And at the end of the song, it's just the line with every heartbeat Mm, over and mm -hmm. over and over again. And I didn't want to do that. So I am doing an acoustic version of Indestructible because all of her songs are like dance songs. Yes. Um, But she's really great and fantastic. She is also, uh, every time I say it's Robin Week and people are like, who is that? I go, she's one of those artists that you don't think that you know, but then you look her up and you're like, wait, I know that song. I know that song. I know that song. I know that song. Um, Call Your Girlfriend is one. Dancing on My Own is one. Uh, She also had two songs in the 90s, which were Show Me Love, like Show Me Love, Show Me Life, Baby, that one. Um, And the other one I always fucking forget. But there is a second one that was really popular in the 90s that was also her. But you do know songs for her. It's Robin with a Y, Mm -hmm. R-O-B-Y-N. She's Swedish. um, And yeah, she's she's really good. I, uh, I like her. The other two artist weeks we've had... Our, it was Kesha week, and I did not do well. I was in the bottom, but I, you know, I turned it out. And the other week was J Lo week, where um, I was on meds from having a tooth pulled, mm. um, and I did um, uh, love don't cost a thing. Um, and I forgot the words, which I did during Kesha week, and like during Kesha week, I like blanked, and it was terrible. During JLo week, I just made shit up. I was like, whatever. And the jo- like, everyone ate that shit up. Because I even said, like, I said something where I was like, I don't know the words, but I'm going to sing it anyway. And you know this part that's coming up. But here's the chorus, and I'm back on to the song. <laughs> the things I need, the money. Can-. Like, went back into it. Oh, my God. They they loved it. They loved it. I mean, yeah. 
Uh, but this past week that I won was Country Week, and I did Fancy by Reba McIntyre, uh, which is a song that I have a lot of history with. And mm. uh, so it was really good to win with that song because that song is very special to me. Yay. Sarah, what are you talking about this week? What am I talking about? We're not ready to dive into it. Just I know, I know, I know, because we, we haven't done our, intro. Our, our, our full-on thing. Come on, guys. Um, isn't, isn't this the quality content you pay us for? <laughs> Again, <laughs> Patreon balance down to zero. We've lost everything. We've lost everyone. Are you still there? Thank you for sticking along Do you with like us. us? We you appreciate know you. I will say we've been recording for like five minutes. I listened to another podcast that I will not name, but it's a very well-known true crime paranormal podcast. And they talk for like 20 minutes before they get into their stories. And people love them. We try really hard to keep it under 10. Yeah. Like 10 max. And, and their episodes get over an hour and a half. And I stopped no. listening. I can't do it. I fast forward. We're 45 to 55, 45 minutes. To 55 that minutes. That is like our goal. If we're over an hour, it better be great. And it's usually when we have a guest. A guest, yeah. Yeah. I so we, we will riff, but we will also keep this shit on time. So hey, on three time. stars. I give us six stars out of five. I, yeah, thanks. 11 out of 10. What was her name? <laughs> Call her right out on the <laughs> Oh my god. We're gonna get it. she's gonna go back and edit her review and be like one, <laughs> one star. star. <laughs> I would give this zero stars if I could. <laughs> oh, those are always my favorite those negative my favorite reviews. Ones. Right. I'd if give I, it zero if that were an if option. I could. If I could. So well, give us zero admit. stars if you could. And I'll keep making fake accounts to make us five star reviews to make Here's, up for your negative yes, reviews. Girl. <laughs> So we are just going to move right on into this $15 a month support us at Zero Stars content. (laughs) Zero Stars content. Sarah. Don't you like this fire content? Mm -hmm. Stephanie. Y'all ready to talk about some ghosts? I'm so ready to talk about some ghosts. I want to talk about the ghosts of our five-star reviews (laughs) that we don't get anymore. (laughs) I want to talk about the ghosts of of Patreon subscribers past. Ghosts of Patreon (laughs) subscribers I feel attacked. Oh! Uh, oh, my God, I love um, it. So this week, I kind of scrapped what I was going to talk about, but not scrapped forever. Scrapped because I realized that it has more information than I need to research, and I was not prepared, and I don't want to do a bad job because it's a fun story. Well, it's not fun because there's, like, ghosts Terrible. and death. Right. But, like, it's good it's in that good sense. good one. Gotcha. Um, so I decided, let me just root around and see what else I can find. And I had... Talked with, slightly reconnected with a high school friend who I did theater with in high school. And she brought up the fact that, like all theaters, our high school theater was rumored to be haunted. Of course it was. Of course. Like all Call of them. Call Mary Angela. Mary Angela. Where are you? We weren't shooting a gun in the balcony where Lincoln was shot. That Girl. kind of ghost. But, um, yeah, I think... I am pretty sure that every single theater, and even Shane, when he came on talking about Temple, mm-hmm. their theater's haunted too. I think every single theater is purported to be haunted. So here's the story about my high school theater. Get it, bitch. That's definitely not haunted. But if it was, <laughs> if it was, this is what they said it was. So I went to school in Wiley, Texas, which is now a large city, and there are two high schools. But when I lived there and I went there, it was just the one high school. However, it was 5A, which in, like, the South, that means something. It's, like, your district of how big your school is. So, like, 1A schools are teeny tiny, so they don't play football against a 5A school because it's just not fair. Um, Or same thing for, like, UIL competition, which was the – I don't even remember. Um, But, like, 
what it stands for, but it was like a competition. We would do one act every year. And I think, again, that's something that really only happens in like Texas and Louisiana and Oklahoma, like those tiny southern states down there. So I went to school in Wiley at the original high school in Wiley, Texas, but no one there really talks like that. It's still pretty northern. And we had a big auditorium theater. Like our th- the theater was big. Like it was huge. We had a whole um, grid, a whole system, like my punk ass moving from like Podunk, Edgewood, Texas that had no theater. If they did a show, it happened in the gym uh, to a, a place that had an actual auditorium theater situation was amazing. And there was the whole like skywalk and everything. And so of course there were the rumors that it was haunted. And the main rumor was that at some point, apparently back when the school had just been built and the theater had just been built, someone hung themselves from the rafters. And again, I, I say that very nonchalantly and like throwing it away, but I feel like that's because every single high school theater, that's what happened was someone hung themselves and I'm like, I get it. I get it. Because <laughs> it's a lot of space if you're going to hang yourself. Oh, I thought you were like, I get it. High school's tough. High school is rough. God. We've all seen 13 Reasons Why. Ooh, Ooh, I actually have, I have purposefully not, not watched no, it. I don't, I don't want to watch it. And that was a bad joke. But doesn't she hang herself? Never mind. I don't want to. I thought uh, she slid Or did she slit her wrist? Hmm. I didn't watch it. I don't know. I didn't watch it, so I don't know. I do know that they have since re-edited the show so that the scene where she actually kills herself has been taken out. Yeah, it shouldn't be in there in the beginning. But I also heard that in the second season, some dude gets assaulted, and they left that in there. Yep. Cool. Netflix is crazy. Trigger, 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 trigger. Yeah, that's why I haven't watched it. Yeah, I didn't watch I it because I, I, don't, I don't want to. So um, high school's tough, and apparently, according to my theater, someone hung themselves from... The rafters in the theater. The fly space, if the, you will. There you go. The fly. I always call it the, <laughs> the skywalk. Oh, fly. He was flying. Oh, um, no. He was flying right into the arms of Jesus. Oh, I thought for some reason you were going to say the arms of an angel. Like I almost went there, and but then I was like, but I, we're not talking about dogs. We're talking about... <laughs> We're talking about a person. Um, so he flew right into the arms of Jesus, but his body hung right there in that theater. I just realized why you said we're not talking about dogs, because that fucking commercial. Because, yeah, that's like, the fuck out. Isn't that what you think of when you think of that song? In the arms. And he's like shivering in the cold. The little pit like, hmm. Big eyes, emaciated, shivering, patches of hair missing. Oh, no. <laughs> Far away from here. I, why do I feel the need to cry right now? I feel like I should cry. For just five cents a day. Oh, God. You could donate to our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. That thank was you, good. I thank like you. that. I like that. Back to the ghost story. So somebody hung himself in the fly space. Apparently someone hung themselves in this fly space. <laughs> yes. And everyone had stories of an experience of being in the theater and they were the only one in the theater. And people told stories of seeing shadows. One person said they actually saw like a full body apparition, but I think that they're full of shit. I think most of these stories are full of shit. I've never experienced anything when I was there. And let me tell you, the amount of days that we played in the dark hide and seek in that auditorium, there I should have so experienced There were so many opportunities something. for a ghost to come out and fuck me up. So many. And, and the ghost it did never it. happened. It didn't. He just hung there. I don't. <laughs> but I was chatting with this friend on Facebook. Uh, reconnecting. We did theater together and she, you know, what are you doing? I have a podcast about paranormal stuff. And she was like, oh, well, did you ever have any experiences in the theater? And I was like, no, no, I heard about it, but nothing happened. So she told me about how she was there on her own one night 
finishing like rehearsals for some reason like she was alone in the theater which again we're in high school so there's really no reason for a child to be be left unattended in the theater so I don't remember why other than the fact that there were all, there was a lot of shit that went down in that high school theater that we got away with that we should not have gotten away with. It's like kids, kids hooking up in the costume room all the time. Oh, for us, I it was, was guilty the of it. Booth, which I, I was like, I was never so lucky. But that's where I know the people all fucked around at my high school in the theater was up around not just the light booth, but like the area like going up to the light booth. Yes, you would like get upstairs and there was like little spaces off to the side and yeah. that's where people would make out. No one did it in the light booth. Our place was the costume room, which was in the black box. So we had two theater spaces. We had the auditorium and the black box. Um, I did mess around in the costume room of the black box theater. But the other place that people would go and mess around was on the catwalk mm-hmm. up up there. Never. I'm afraid of heights. I didn't. There's no way you're going to catch me up there. Catch me up there. Catch How about outside. that? Um, but not up there. But not up there. Never. Never. I don't know. No dick is that important that I need to go up there. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, So anyways, back to her story. So for whatever reason, she I guess they had just finished rehearsal and she was just sort of still hanging out in the theater gathering her things. But she swears to me, or I mean, in her typing. So she typed and <laughs> sweared to me that she felt someone like touch her shoulder and then it got really cold behind her. And she said she did not turn around to look and see who it was. She just grabbed her bag and she walked out the door. And that was it. And she didn't turn around. But she, to this day, she's like, and we're 10 years out of high school now, swear. She's like, I felt it like someone, a heavy weight hand hit my shoulder. And then it was just cold down my back. And I didn't turn around. I just grabbed my stuff and I left. Ooh. And I was like. Oh, that's scary, girl. That's that's creepy. That's a little creepy. But other than that, that everyone else's accounts, I think, are bullshit. I think it's high school kids trying to one up each other. Uh, I mean, other friends of being like, oh, I was in there and I saw I saw a body hanging from the from the catwalk. I swear I saw it. I saw it hanging there. Or, oh, I was there and I saw like eyes out in the audience when it was dark. I don't know. I don't believe it. I don't believe any of it. But I talked to her and she reconnected and she mentioned that story. And I was like, oh, that's right. People talked about that being haunted. I never experienced anything. And I was in that theater in the dark quite a bit. Many times. Granted, we were in a group. We were always playing hide and seek. But I never experienced anything. Um, But she told me. So that's my little story about the Wiley High School Theater Auditorium being potentially haunted. Who knows? Take it with a grain of salt. It's not as good as Mary Angela's haunted theater story. (laughs) But I can promise you, as short as this story is, it's because next week is going to be awesome. Off the chain. It's going to be fun. You better enjoy that fucking banter. Yeah, right? I mean, again, like I said, we're gonna you're going to listen to this podcast and you're going to get done in plenty of time to do your other stuff. Um, so then, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I see an ad for this festival and I was like, how have I never heard of this festival and then I see that it's because it's the second annual, which means they just started doing oh. it last year. What festival is it? It's the WNC, which is Western North Carolina, the WNC Bigfoot Festival, which oh, I was like, hell yeah. Right. And I was like, how did I grow up in North Carolina and never know there was a Bigfoot Festival? And now I see that it says, don't miss the second annual Bigfoot Festival in Western North Carolina that celebrates the legendary creature. 
And I'm like, oh, because they've only been doing it two years. Because I'm like, how did I know? I would love to go to the Bigfoot Festival. That sounds so up my alley. Take me. And I'm from eastern North Carolina, but I lived in the western part of the state for like two years when I was living with my mom. But when I dropped out of college before Mm -hmm. going back to college. Yeah. Um. So (laughs) that exists. That makes me really happy and I want to go. Have I told you the story that was told to me about Eli's dad's Bigfoot encounter? No. Do you want to add that to this story too? A part of me does, but another part of me is like, I want him to come on this show and tell us this story. My my slumlord. Oh, Eli and Elena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of Eli and Elena. Of Eli and Elena. I like that. Because Elena listens, but Eli doesn't. So of Eli and Elena, I'm talking about Eli. Yeah, I was like, I know that. How do I know Eli? But I don't know Eli. And I was like, oh, of Eli and Elena. Elena. Gotcha. (laughs) Yes. I love that. I'm so used to hearing about both of them at the same time. Yeah, because I usually am third wheeling. Yes. (laughs) Hardcore. That was my Halloween costume this year. I was their third wheel. I love it. Um, I mean, I can. It's not long, but it's just funny because if you think – so Eli's dad is, like, just a little bit taller than us. So not a tall man and not, like, a big man. Um, But he's got this mustache, white hair mustache. And the story goes when they were living out in, like, central PA one night, he went out in his tidy whities to go throw out the trash. And they lived – already, again, like, I love this already. He's in his tidy whities. He goes out to throw out the trash. Um, and Elena, if I get points in this story wrong, just tell me and I'll update. Um, but they lived out, I believe he said it was by like a cornfield. So he goes out to take out the trash and he looks out in the cornfield and he sees some figure like lurking, looming, like coming towards him. And I guess Eli's dad's thought was, I need to be bigger to make him go away. So he's in his tidy whities and he's just like, <laughs> like Sarah is yeah. waving her arms up above her head, <laughs> like whole bot, like a wacky flatable arm yeah, man. Yeah, two, yeah, two but this little white dude in his tidy whities being like, "Go away!" I need to just be bigger. I need to be bigger. And then he says that the creature stopped and then turned around and like lumbered, lumbered away. away. And, like, that's the motion that Eli made. So I'm, like, big arms. She's, like, hunched over, right. And she's got her arms out all weird, akimbo, and she's moving. (laughs) And it lumbered away. And to this day, he swears that that was Bigfoot that he encountered in his tidy whities. (laughs) In boots. I'm sure he had boots on. (laughs) Tidy whities and boots. Just like, ah, I got to be bigger. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) <laughs> that's my story make myself bigger <laughs> that's gonna be me in any sort of situation I'm like I need to just make myself bigger so um today, what are you talking about yeah today I am talking about the brown mountain lights of North Carolina um and I'm sorry the brown mountain lights yes brown. the lights are not brown well, I was like why are they brown They're the not. lights themselves are not brown to be clear the mountain is called brown mountain <laughs> does it look like a shit does it look like a pile of shit? It just looks like a mountain. <laughs> brown mountain. That's what I call my piles of shit. Look at that Ooh, brown look at mountain. that brown mountain right there. <laughs> Is that what the pooper intended? <laughs> one, that- one can only assume. No, no, that brown mountain's not mine. That's not my brown mountain. <laughs> That's my brown mountain. I know my landscape, and that is not <laughs> it. <laughs> Um, so Brown Mountain (laughs) 
is a low ridge in Burke County that uh, during dry, it's specifically, it has to be during dry nights, not like when it's like rainy or like high humidity, okay? Okay. Um, so Brown Mountain is a low ridge in Burke County that during dry, crisp evenings in the autumn is host to a genuine and baffling mystery. Mm. When conditions are right, mysterious glowing orbs can be seen to rise up off the mountain, hover and wobble about 15 feet in the air, and then disappear. What? Are they, they are they um uh lightning bugs? No. No. Is it a train conductor looking for his head? No. Okay. There's no denying that the lights are real. They have been observed by countless witnesses and photographed on many occasions. But what they are is still unknown. The Brown Mountain Lights have been observed for centuries, and multiple legends have arisen around the phenomenon. The Cherokee were aware of the lights, and according to some accounts, claimed that the lights were the souls of Cherokee women searching for their men who had died in a great battle between the Cherokee and the Catawba that took place on Brown Mountain. Another legend says that the lights are the ghostly echoes of lights that appeared during a search for a murdered woman in the 19th century. Oh. But what was once the most widely known legend, uh, and it's got some like racist history to it, but we're going to talk about that, um, was recorded as a song in the 1950s by the duo known as the Sweethearts of Country Music, Scott Wiseman and Myrtle Eleanor Cooper. Uh, they were both North Carolina natives who sang and recorded as Lulu Bell and Scotty. <laughs> Those were their, that was like their stage names. Yeah, because Myrtle's um, not a good name. Right. Uh, <laughs> nobody wants to listen to Myrtle Eleanor Cooper. No, I'm like, is that a president's wife? Like, who is this? Uh, and Scott Wiseman, they probably weren't too fond of Jewish people at the time either. So <laughs> they were Lulu Bell and Scotty, and they recorded songs from the 1920s to the 1950s. They were a married couple, and the two performed together um, from 1935 until 58 as regulars on the Chicago radio station's WLSAM's National Barn Dance Program. Barn Dance? Barn Dance, yes. All right. (laughs) At the time, they were one of the biggest acts in country music. The song, Brown Mountain Light, penned by Wiseman, tells a version of the story where a man, accompanied by his slave, become lost while hunting on the mountain. The man was never found. The slave, because, you know, he just loved him so much, which that's not... Not how that works. Right, not how that works. The slave returned to the mountain every night with a lantern to, to hunt for him, carrying on the search even from beyond the grave. Wiseman, who was from nearby Boone, said this version of the story is one that he heard from his uncle, huh. who took him hunting and camping near Brown Mountain. The song rose to the top of the country charts and subsequently became the best-known version of the legend for a generation. The Legend of Brown Mountain, recorded in the Lulu Bell and Scotty song, is somewhat dated, particularly in regard to its unforgivable romanticizing of slavery. Indeed, it's easy to imagine a retelling of this story where the lights are from people looking for the slave, who, when realizing he was alone on the mountain, seized his chance and hightailed it to Ohio for freedom. Correct. As for the lights themselves, many different possible scientific explanations have been offered from swamp, ga- uh, from swamp gas to, re- <laughs> um, to the reflections of automobile headlights from the valley below. That's what I call Snoopy's farts, swamp gas. Swamp gas. That is some swamp gas. But every explanation offered up seems to be very easily disproved. The Damn. lights have been observed since before automobiles existed. <gasps> so headlights are, on- are an unsatisfactory explanation. And the lights were observed during the 1916 flood, 
that shut down all automobile and railway traffic in the valley. So they saw them at a time where there were no, no cars, cars, no trains, and the lights were still there. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. The swamp gas theory seems to be slightly hobbled by the complete absence of a swamp on Brown Mountain. There isn't a swamp on Brown Mountain. <laughs> so it's not swamp gas because there's not a swamp. Some have theorized that the lights may be a naturally occurring electrical discharge caused by the slow movement of the geological fault line below the mountain. So it's rock gas. Rock gas. <laughs> Whatever the cause, people still flock to see the brown mountain lights, but spotting them is never guaranteed. Hmm. Reportedly, your best chance to see the lights comes on a dry, clear night in October or November after all of the leaves have fallen off of the trees. <gasps> Let's go. Um, so reports of odd lights have, um, continued to this day. The first, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Documented. There we go. The first documented case was in 1913, but like we said, there were like, there was an old Cherokee legend about the lights, which means the lights have been around much longer than that. But the first time that they were like reported, uh, was in the Charlotte Daily Observer in September of 1913. A fisherman claimed to have seen, quote, mysterious lights just above the horizon every night. Mm. Red in color with Mm. a pronounced circular shape. Soon after this account, a United States Geological Survey employee, D.B. Stewart, studied the area in question and determined that the witnesses must have mistaken train lights for something more mysterious. However, the lights have existed or have been seen well before there were trains or automobiles in that area. So, like, that explanation doesn't fly because the lights have been around longer than that. And, again, they were seen during that flood when that whole area was flooded and there were no vehicles and there were no trains in that area and they still were able to see the lights. Damn. So there has never, ever been a solid answer for what the Brown Mountain Lights are, why they show up, but they still can be seen to this day, it's and, 2019, people can still see them. And they're red? Um, this is the only account where I said where someone said that they were red. I had like three different articles that I looked at about it, but just this is the only one that said that they were red. Huh. Otherwise, I just heard that there were lights. lights. Blah, 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 blah. Um, the U.S. Geological Survey uh, began studying it in 1922. However, according to a marker on the Blue Ridge Parkway, um, that's where it says the thing about the massive flood because the geological survey were the group of people that were like, oh, it's just the train lights. Mm, like, mm-hmm. Right. And they're like, no, that doesn't make any sense because you could still see them when all electrical power was lost and there were no trains yeah. in that time. Yeah. Um, the brown mountain lights, however, continue to appear. Have you ever seen do. them? I, I have not. Um, but I never like went to go look for them. them. So aside from the song Brown Mountain Lights by Scotty Wiseman, um, there is a 1999 episode of the X-Files called Field Trip. Really? And it's about this? Centered around a mysterious case of missing hikers that were found dead in the vicinity of the Brown Mountains of North (gasps) Carolina. The show mentions the Brown Mountain Lights. Um, and of course, Fox Mulder says that it's UFOs. Yeah, definitely. That was my other thing is I'm like, well, if we don't know what it is and it's not swamp gas, it's aliens. You know who would know? Lizard Shelby. Lizard it's Shelby her people. There's also a, night, or a 2014 film called, just called Alien Abduction, uh, also known as the working title of The Morris Family Abduction, um, 
Which is that is, a real story? It's one of those found footage oh, horror movies. Okay, okay, okay. Right. Um, and that's the basis of of that film is that it's happens like at Brown Mountain and it's aliens. Um, the mountains and the lights are also featured in Speaking in Bones, which is a book by Kathy Reichs, which came out in 2015. But they've also been on uh, Weird or What, mm-hmm. Ancient Aliens, and Mystery Hunters. Aliens all the way. They've, uh, they've, those are all different shows that have looked into the Brown Mountain Lights. Have there been any reported alien abduction cases around that area? Um, not that I know of. Like I said, just that there's a movie that they made about an alien abduction in that area. Yeah, Return to Witch Mountain. Um, <laughs> no, it's called <laughs> Alien Abduction. Um, but is it Return to Witch Mountain based off? I mean, I would think it's based off Brown Mountain. <laughs> but yeah, so to this day, like, you can still see the lights, but there isn't really a specific... No one really knows what they are or what makes them show up there. What makes the Northern Lights show up? Would it be the same kind of a thing? The northern well, no, lights those are, like are streaks. Um, right, those are streaks. That has to do with the hot air and the cold air mm-hmm. meeting mm-hmm. Um, at that section of mm-hmm. it's Alaska, right? Uh, I don't what know. Somewhere makes cold. The <laughs> Aurora Borealis occur. Really Hard hitting journalism right here on Dead Time Stories. The aurora borealis, the northern lights, form when charged particles emitted from the sun during a solar flare penetrate the Earth's magnetic shield and collide with the atoms and molecules in the atmosphere. These collisions result in countless little bursts of light called photons, which make up the aurora. It'd be easier just to say it was aliens. Of course it would. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess, yeah, I was like, uh, considering that the story is that the brown mountain lights are balls... Of glowing light as opposed to like a streak that makes it seem like it might not be a natural occurrence. Yeah, and it makes it look like, like I said, like they float up from the ground and kind of like hobble and then they just like disappear. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's only in this time of year, like the October, November time, it has to be a dry, yeah. crisp fall evening after all the leaves have fallen off the trees. That's weird. Um, but they've been seen for hundreds of years. That's and to this day, they don't know what they are. That's so weird. And those uh, are the brown mountain lights of North Carolina. Those are the brown mountain lights. Well, no one likes to shit in the dark, so. I prefer to. Really? <laughs> no, it's not that I prefer to. But, like, if I go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I never turn the light on. Oh, I can't. I have to have a light on. I also have to check behind the curtain of the bathtub. Because there could be a murderer in there waiting to get me at my <clears throat> most vulnerable. I think for me, it's just that if I turn the lights on, I'm going to be more awake. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and if I'm trying it. to poop and get right back in that bed, I don't want to, like, wake myself up by turning bright lights on and then have a harder time seeing when I come out of the bathroom because it's dark and then making my way to the bed and then, like, falling back asleep because I've had lights on. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. So It's not that I prefer pooping in the dark. Like, I don't want to know. Um, no, it's, if, if I don't want to know what's happening, I'm pooping and it's like, I'm pooping because I'm coming from bed. I, I will poop in the dark. I won't turn the lights on. I, I turn them on. I don't like it. I need that brown mountain light. She needs that brown mountain I light, need y'all. that brown mountain light to make that brown mountain happen. But at least you, you do understand why the brown mountain lights are on. When you, because when you I turn turned them on. You turned them on. It's not because of a Cherokee widow. <laughs> Oh, you know that Cherokee widow who's been living with me? You know the one. You know the one. 
She turns on the lights when I go poop. It's when real nice. It's does, a good. She does me a solid when I have to go do a solid. I, sometimes it's a little liquid, sometimes but when I got to do a solid or I got to do a softy like, or liquid. whatever. Whatever comes out of me. She when I have on. to go to the Dairy Queen, she's got me. I passed the Dairy Queen yesterday, and I thought of you. Did you need to poop? Oh. I did it. <laughs> It's like a Pavlov response just, now when I pass when one. When you pass one, you just have like, to poop oh, now. God, I need to poop. I got to go. I, I didn't even go. realize. Um, that's our story. We're sticking to it. That's our new catchphrase that that's we're using, That's our story, too. and we're sticking to We've it. We've been using that one a lot. Christina, draw some fan art, and we'll I make it on it. to yes. some merch. That's our story, and we're sticking to Who it. Is it Vince Gill? There's a country artist that has a song called That's My Story. That's how I know that phrase from when I was a kid. Oh, my stepdad that's always my says story. it. That's my story. Well, that's my story. My stepdad always say, sticking to it. It might be a damn lie, but it makes a good story. <laughs> I like that too. Yep. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. It might be a damn lie. So thank you for listening to this week's episode. Thank you, guys. If you guys want to reach out to us, which we love, do that before you're going to leave a fucking one-star review. (laughs) (laughs) Email us at deadtimestories, all one word with a Z, at gmail.com. That's also our handle on Instagram. And if you want to help the show, the best way to do that is by subscribing to our Patreon. We have $1, $5, and $15 tiers. One dollar gets you into the Patreon. So I can't even do it. One one dollar gets you into the Patreon exclusive Facebook group where we post hood rat shit all we, the time. We post some great stuff, but it's me and Sarah. We're in there. Colleen, Christina, Val, some of your favorite your people favorite. from the show are yeah. all on there, and we interact with each other and have a great time all day long. Honestly, and I love all it the time. all the time. I posted shit this morning that we looked at before we started this, right? That we were looking at before we came up to record, right? Um, Princess, what is it? Princess Goddess Mermaid. Princess Ma- Goddess from the Mermaid. From Florida Shore. Stephanie. Um, Princess Goddess Mermaid. That's my title. And then for $5 a month, you get I Synced it, it, which once a month, me and Sarah get together and we record me telling her the plot of a horror movie that she's never seen. Sometimes we do it twice a month and we lose the audio, but for, it's cool. That's what happened with Bird Box. I know. Um, so- I still haven't seen it. Literally. This and month. because Bird Box, you're not supposed to see. Right. This month's I Seen It was a quiet place. It was supposed to be Bird Box, but that audio got fucked up. So we went with the one that was going to be next month. Because Stephanie place. brought home a ghost from Terror Behind the Walls. That, that's that my may story, or and may I'm not sticking not to it. Happened, and that's her story. She's sticking to it. And for $15 a month, you get to join the Faint Flatulence Collection, where we will send you a hand-captured, handcrafted ghost fart straight to your door with a little piece of parchment in telling you about, yeah, the ghost farts in the jar. The parchment it's not just is a not. Fart. The parchment is not. You open the box and it's just like it's just a fart, and you're like, oh, geez. oh god. What well, I didn't ask for a brown mountain. Um, <laughs> and a little piece of parchment that tells you about the ghost whose fart lies inside. And of course, you can still support us without giving us money, but that's the best way. And you can do that by writing us a five, five star, star review on iTunes, on Facebook, anywhere where you listen to podcasts. Tell your friends. They can find us on those two mediums. Facebook isn't really like a medium for podcast listening, but we're there. We're also on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, all the places where you you can look for podcasts. You can listen to us. So tell your friends. That is the other best way that you can support us. Yes. And we are still, because I've gotten a few DMs about this, if you leave us a five-star review and you take a screenshot and you send me that screenshot, we will still send you a sticker. sticker we are yeah. still doing that. We haven't said that in a while. But yes, yes. that's the way you get a free Dead Time Story sticker. Yeah. You write us a five-star review, you screenshot it, you send it to us with your address to deadtimestories mm-hmm. at gmail.com. 
And we will send you a sticker and a thank you card. Yep. Or slide into our DMs on Instagram. I've also been getting that too. So that's perfectly acceptable. But just leave us a five-star review and we will still send you a sticker. We are still doing that. Please, we got to counter the three stars from that girl who, I mean, I can't say we're not bitches, but that girl who called us a bitch. I don't think think she actually called us a bitch. I think that it was just her being like, they interrupt each other too much. Overall, I liked it. Three stars. That's what I couldn't handle. It's when they're like, I really like this place. Four stars. What the, what is the, what does the difference matter? And um, also three stars, not four, that three. That happens at work all the time where somebody will be like, this person who helped me was really great. They were really helpful and very knowledgeable. Four stars. One star. Oh and then we'll my be like, God. right. And we'll be like, do they not understand how the star system works? They, like, do they not get you gotta it? Give more, if they were great, you give them more stars. Jesus God. Yeah. Up um, in heaven. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? So he won't leave us five stars though. He won't. He won't. Um, but he might email us and tell us what his problem is. He might. <laughs> uh, you can also currently, so hopefully, still going this week. Catch me at Songbird. That's Wednesdays at Latage here in Philadelphia at eight p.m. It's a twenty-one and up only show, and that's at the corner of Sixth and Bainbridge. Uh, your girls won two out of eight. That's a quarter of the shows. So yeah, she did. That tells you, like, I got some pipes. I'm pretty good, y'all. She did. Overall, I liked it. I liked it. Three stars. <laughs> Three stars. Um, but you can check me out there. That is running until December 18th, I believe. And hopefully I'll still be in it. If I'm doing this well, like, who knows? We'll see what happens. Who knows? We'll Cash f- me outside. Tune in next week to see where Stephanie stands on Songbird. Still in Songbird. Uh, we'll see what happens. And then whatever bullshit story we tell you about Brown Mountains or whatnot. Or whatever. You know, we'll talk for 20 minutes and then maybe we'll tell you a ghost story. <laughs> Three stars. <laughs> Three stars. I think that might be what I named the episode. <laughs> One can only hope. I hope Three that stars. you do. Three stars. Take a listen. Three stars. Take a listen. I'm Stephanie. Oh, Jesus. I'm Sarah. <laughs> this, this has been, been Dead Time Stories. Thank you for listening. Dead Time Stories is hosted by Sarah Heddens and Stephanie C. Curtison. Music and editing by Eric Gershnow. Artwork by Rennie Slackman. I also like that sometimes I feel like whenever we end it, it's like an improv show where you're just like, this feels like we should button it here. (laughs) And let's just abruptly be like, and that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. We're done. Three stars. Three stars. Two stars. One star. No, I could give it no stars if I could. (laughs) I'd give it no stars if I could.